So, are you DTFF? Once again, here is Drinking and Talking Fantasy Football with your hosts, Dustin Lunt and Jake Trowbridge. Hey, welcome back to DTFF, everyone. Happy Tuesday evening if you're joining us live. We have a, a fun show this evening. I am not going to lie. I'm kind of excited for it. Not just kind of. I'm very excited for it. We are taking a break. We, we finished all of the AFC divisional breakdowns last week. Hit all four uh, divisions. It was great. Had a great time. We decided, you know what? Let's take a little midsummer break here, even though it's technically not midsummer. But we're going to take a couple weeks here. We're going to do something fun this week, taking the week off next week because I'm on vacation. And then we'll get right back into it and hit the NFC. So we thought this was a perfect opportunity to throw in something fun. And we are drafting tonight our our ultimate team of characters from the league. So it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. Jake, are you as excited for this as I am this evening? I'm so geeked out. I'm so geeked out about this episode. When we decided to take a little mini breather between the AFC and the NFC, I figured, you know, it's got to be something that's just like letting loose. Mm -hmm. What better way to let loose than from one of the greatest sitcoms of all time? Certainly the greatest sitcom that deals with fantasy football. Absolutely. The League. And I can't wait to see uh, who comes out with the more exciting roster, if you will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be fun. But let's get into all of our other stuff before we get into this this little fun draft we're doing. So, Jake, you provided our beer this week. Want to tell the folks about it? I would love to. This is a Blood Orange Oval Beach Blonde Ale from Saugatuck Brewing. Now, Saugatuck Brewing specializes in kind of like dessert beers. Dustin, if you recall, this is one that has like a blueberry maple beer. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of like really interesting, normally sickly sweet beers that I can have exactly one Mm -hmm. of and be done. But I I was interested in this one because it's not like it's not crazy, but it sounded really good. Have you have you had a sip here? I have. I've had a few sips. It's it's not too bad. I mean, it's a nice light summer beer, which I love. So it's a blonde, which is great. I love blonde ales. Yeah, the blood orange gives it a little extra sweetness to it. Um, actually darkens the beer up a bit. You can see it's actually a darker, almost orange juicy type of uh, color, uh, which you don't normally get from blonde ale. So yeah, it's, it's a nice summer, easy drinking beer. I like it. Yeah, I, I don't taste like crazy amounts of orange here. No. Which I was actually worried about, though, because, again, they're the dessert beer people. I, I figured mm-hmm. it would be, like, kind of intense, and it's not. It's actually lovely and refreshing. So mm-hmm. I'm all about this as it's called, it has beach in the name. This is a great beach beer. Absolutely. Yeah, good job, Jake, on selecting this Get it. beer. Oh, excuse me, folks. The oranges are coming back. Yeah. They're coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> all right, are we ready to get into some other forms of vengeance here with our favorite segment of the week yeah let's hit it drunk 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 hammer drunk 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 trade of the week dustin i had to add this one this week this is not about the trade i mean it is and it isn't let me say it's not about the players in the trade this is submitted from yes i scan on reddit just gonna take a guess they're like a x-ray technologist or something you know something fun like that pithy little pun that they or maybe just a a secretary at an office and they just scan a lot 
just fucking scanning yeah, all, all day. day. Documents yep. on documents on documents. Either way, yes, I scan. Says, I had a few drinks and swapped my entire team with another owner in October-ish last year. We were both laughably bad and frustrated and decided we both wanted to suck, but with different guys on the roster. Turned out great for me because his dudes turned up in the second half, which he now had on his team, and ended up barely losing the ship. He, meanwhile, the opposite person, finished ninth out of 10 in the league. So, yes, I scan, made the full switch, full swap with this person, and it really came close to working out stupendously. Mm -hmm. But Dustin, I'm curious here, I mean, people joke about doing this kind of thing all the time. I don't think I've ever seen anybody actually commit to it. Have you? I have never seen this before. No, I, it's it's one of those things like Yeti or Bigfoot. You hear it's out there, but you never, never quite get a glimpse of it. Uh, it's, it's one of those situations you hear about. It. I've never seen it happen. Uh, and I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it. I'm not going to lie. I was going to ask if this happened in your league and you saw this come through. I mean, I think we can both say that we are team never veto, right? Hashtag oh, never absolutely. veto. Mm-hmm. So you see this thing come across trade board and, and what's your first thought? I guess. Well, I mean, you know, there, if you're, you know, month and a half into the season, it's, you're in October. If both the teams are doing terrible, yeah, I guess that's fine. I mean, and you, you swapped entire teams. So it's not like one person got good players that were just underperforming and the other team got a bunch of scrubs. So, I mean, it is a team, you know, it's, you know, 20 players for 20 players, whatever it is. I guess that's fine. I don't know. I feel like you draft a team or you take over an orphan. That's the team you're with, unless you want to trade players away. Play yours, not your entire squad. I mean, I don't this know. is play yours. It's a it lot is. of play yours, in fact. All it of the is. players. I don't know. I mean, it's I fine. think it's fun. It's fine. <laughs> I think it's fun. It's and just I, not for me. Let's put it that way. You wouldn't participate in this. No. You would never, no matter how bad your team is doing, you would never look at the other and just be like, uh, fuck it. Give me the other roster. No. And let's just ride this out. Because you have I more confidence in your draft, probably, too. That that you would be thinking maybe you're the other guy who whose team is going to hit in the second half. So I'm going to hold on to these guys instead of just making this egregious swap. Which, again, it worked out very well for I mean, one it did person. Work out. So but not I mean, for the other person. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, it's just not my flavor. That's all. I mean, good on you for making it happen. And, you know, as long as yeah, I suppose it kept the integrity of the league together because, again, it was team for team, not just, you know, individual players. So it's fine. It's just not my flavor. I think I like the idea more if you traded a bench for a bench. You know, like, here's the bottom hat. Like, you just want to do some churning, basically, mm-hmm. with your squad. Like, keep your starters. Both of you keep your starters. But switch out the benches or something could be interesting. But, yeah, this is, I mean, it's crazy. I, I've never seen anything actually pulled off like that. So, kudos to Yes I Scan for making a bold move that uh, kind of paid off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. I wish my dress I don't know. I still just don't know how I feel better. about it. I'm just like, eh, it's, eh. God, Mr. No Fun over here doesn't want to just shake shit up a little bit. Huh? Get get the juices going. Get people I guess excited not. again. I guess not. I'm the worst. What can I say? Right. Well, I, I will remember that for our redraft league. I, I won't even ask. I won't even ask. Well, you know that would get vetoed in our home league, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
hey, look, we only get one trade throughout the yeah. season. Might so as well make it a big one. Make the most of it. All yeah. right, Jake, Jake, exactly. I, will, I will I will go on record right now. If halfway through the season in our home league, if we are in last and second to last place, I will make a team for team trade with you just to pull it off in our home league. Only, yes. only if we're both last and second to last. All right. Okay, I'm done. Halfway that's, point. It's on so, record. You know, week eight or nine comes up, and that's exactly yep. where we sit. We're doing it then. Yep. Yeah, I will do All it right. then, and only under that, only because I want to see our league just be like, what the fuck. <laughs> So I, it's I, the I will, only way we could get the commissioner to make a change to the rule, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, you, you give us more trade. trades, or yeah, this is the type of trade. shit that happens. It's just one. <laughs> I love it. I freaking love it. All, All right. right. Do we want to get into uh, even more fun? Fun that yes. we can both agree on here. Yeah, absolutely. So as we said at the top here, we're going to do a draft of the league, characters from the league, and just draft our favorites, and we'll see who comes out in the end. We'll actually um, we'll post this on Twitter. Post it on YouTube and and get some polls going to see who who the masses really think won this. Uh, it's going to be fun. So it's strictly just so our audience is clear. Strictly just our favorite characters. It's not fantasy football related. It's it's. I mean, it could be. You you could use that as part of your argument for drafting them. But overall, it's just who your favorite people are. Yes, and to be clear, and first of all, if you've never watched the league, just go do that now. Oh, do, I mean, do it now. There's no point in listening to or watching the rest of this episode if you haven't seen the league. Probably, I mean, maybe if you're just kind of a weird voyeur about it. But stop. Go watch at least a couple episodes, then come back. Tell us how great it is. Thank mm-hmm. us for pointing you in that direction, and that way we can continue. But uh, also, a couple of things that we'll get to once you know we really dive into it. There are main characters, of course. Mm-hmm. There's only so many main characters. So there's going to be a lot of side characters, a lot of guest stars that are going to show up in these lists that we have to draft. Like any real draft, not all of them are dynamite. You got to start looking for some values. You know, we're going to have a category here that's just the football guest stars. Maybe we don't really want to draft a lot of them, but we have to draft two of them. You know, like you do with a kicker and a defense in mm-hmm. some leagues. So there's some strategy that's going to go into it. Yeah, absolutely. So in order to make this fair, because Jake and I both agree that the first pick is crucial, crucial in this draft. Um, I've got the draft wheel. Let's get this full screen here. So I will. You can see it's just Jake and Dustin throughout the whole thing here. That's all it is. So let's spin the wheel and see what happens. So many Jake and Dustin's whizzing by. The speed of light. Yes! Oh! Of course, you picked the wheel, and this is what happens. Right? Hey, hey, don't blame the wheel. It's totally random. Totally random here. Come That's on. also the longest spinning wheel I've ever seen in my life. It would never stop, uh, but it eventually did. So, all right, you are the victor, which means you get to start off our yes. draft. And I know exactly who you're going to take. Uh, and it makes me sad, but do let's, you, let's do pull you really this band-aid. Know? Yeah, let's pull the band-aid off. I am taking Rafi. You suck. The Rafi bomb. He's the Bitch. best. I mean, I think this is an easy 101 pick for anybody that has seen the show. If you're not picking Rafi, you're doing it wrong. He's got great lines. He's funny as hell. He's obnoxious. He's, he's just got it all. He's good. And like every scene he's in is just makes it better. Can I ask you what your favorite Rafi line is? Do you have a, like a uh, go-to Rafi line? 
I think. Well, I've I've got a couple. I I've got a couple. And you got to pick one though. You, there has to be like a, a a top, like a go to that you think of Rafi, it automatically springs to mind. Oh man, um, I guess it is um, when when he's teaching uh, or he's teaching uh, baby Jeffrey about the Bible, sure. and he's like, "It's dump dump dump." I can't even say it. A dump buddy dump Bible, buddy study. Bible study. Yeah. <laughs> dump buddy Bible that. study is. A he's just and he's mouthful. just sitting on the toilet, just you know, teaching them with the door open, just sitting there. It's great. That is, I mean, that's but is I mean, Rafi has so many great lines. Oh yeah, I'm more of a. I got five dollars in coins. I'm gonna uh, play five dollars with a hoobastank mm-hmm. kind of guy. Like that's. Mm-hmm. I do worry sometimes that Rafi goes. People say this all the time. Like if it was Rafi in every single episode. Like he's a main character, but he's like one mm-hmm. B. If he yeah, was a one A character, it might be yeah. too much. It might it be might too be much. Too I would agree. But he's sprinkled in there just enough uh, that you love him. So agreed. Now I have a difficult choice because you know, yes, he's the consensus one hundred and one. There is a couple of obvious fades <laughs> here <laughs> that I'm not going to touch. I think there's a, a guy that comes up that people would expect me to go with here, and I'm not going to do it. This might be shocking to some. But I'm going to go with Ruxin, a.k.a. Rodney Ruxin, as my first pick in the draft with Rafi off the board. You can say what you want, but Nick Kroll is A, one of the funniest people mm-hmm. in the world, and B, the smarminess is second to none. But I've never actually encountered another character in a TV show that's like really, really smarmy but also incredibly fucking funny. Like, I don't just want to punch him in the face. I laugh before I want to punch him in the face every time. It's it's incredible. I think that's fair. I, I like that. Um, I don't know if he would have been my first pick out of the gate here, but I respect it. That's, it's, a, it's a solid second pick. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, now you have your pick of the litter, since that was not probably your number two mm-hmm. that you can go with here. No, I'll tell you, my number two is Taco. I'm a taco man. I figured you'd be a taco man. He's, and, he's funny. I love. I love. <laughs> he's got. The I hope B-B-B-B. that's your analysis for every pick now. Oh, he's funny. <laughs> yeah, he's got the. He's 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 got the. You know the Eskimo brothers, the E B B and B. Yeah, and the E B D B B and B later yes. on with the the database and the bed and breakfast. Yeah, um, you know venture. he he's he's made his nut multiple times, which is important. <laughs> so he he is a man of of wealth. He's he's an inventor. He's very creative. He's won his league before, so that's important. He's won his fantasy football league more times than Kevin has. If exactly. Yes. Yeah. So what's not to love about Taco? And he's, he's a great savant. comedic relief. Oh yeah. I mean, I, he's a man after my heart. The song parodies—they're incredible. Mm-hmm. They're they're all winners in my book. I think uh, Vinegar Strokes is is one of the greatest songs ever written. <laughs> so I'm on board from that point of view. I also do think Taco probably comes up with more of the like catchphrases. Mm-hmm. He probably has more catchphrases than anybody else. I, like, really? I really think, you know, this show is all about like it makes its own language kind of thing. Like they're always coming up with their own. It's like Seinfeld, but kind mm-hmm. of like a dirtier, grosser Seinfeld where they're constantly just making up their own fucking weird terminology. And most That's of fair. That That's comes fair. from Taco. So I do like that. All right, I I might venture out of the main characters here Ooh. at this point because I will say Taco would have been my follow up to Ruxin. So now I got to work down this list here just a little bit, 
And look, I will say, I told you ahead of time, anybody who's only in here for an episode, they're not on this list, all right? Unless they're one of the football guest stars that made an impact. There's a couple of those guys in there. But otherwise, we got to have recurring characters. Otherwise, you know, what, what, are, we, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. So I could go into the flashback mode. You know, there's a bunch of flashback characters. Uh, I'm thinking from Dirty Randy here. You know, mm-hmm. when Rafi met Dirty Randy, for Great example, episode. Great and there's episode. A, a whole slew of characters that come out and are only featured in those couple, mm-hmm. three episodes. So I could go that, that route. I could go based on star power. I mean... The Captain Marvel is on this list, mm-hmm. and I, I I could go that route, but look, you got the 101. I'm not going to let you do the stack, so I am selecting <laughs> Dirty Randy, Seth Rogen with my number two pick. Nice. I like that. And ah, he's, he's one of my favorite ancillary side characters in the show. I'm not going to lie. He is great. Uh, the whole episode where it's Rafi and Dirty Randy, they go out to L.A., I mean, that that episode is just chef's kiss. Like, it's just great. It is so funny. I love every second of that. And when the two of them are together, it's just comedic gold. It's magic. I think Seth Rogen's only in maybe four episodes, mm-hmm. something like that. Maybe five at it's most. It's not many. But goddamn, does he pack a wallop when he's there. I mean, he's in the episode where they record the porno in Andre's mm-hmm. apartment. Which is, I do think, an underrated episode. Absolutely. But yeah, when Rafi met Randy is where they come up with the take care of it. And what does mm-hmm. take care of it mean? <laughs> it means set, set something on fire. That's the origination. So I, I, li- I like my number two pick. All right. Who are you going to take here third overall? I am going to, oh, this is tough because there's, I, I have two choices here. Mm. I, I have two choices and I don't know where you're going to go next. I like to think I would, but I don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm wily like a fox. You are. But I think I'm going to stay with the main characters here, uh, just building my strong starting lineup here. And I'm going to go with Pete. You're taking the top of yeah. Pete Top, Kevin Bottom. That's right. Pete is just, uh, he's just a great character. He's won his league multiple times, three Pete. That's true. Uh, he's, he's helped his boss with fantasy football go from the seller up to essentially a championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if we're looking at like real qualities, like real fantasy football qualities, of course, yeah, you, you got to respect that. And mm-hmm. I, I do like the fact that he was a ref at one point. So he speaks to fairness. <laughs> uh, he also has probably my most repeated quote off of this show. And it's it's not the funniest quote, but I use it is decided. Oh, absolutely. More than anything else. So I respect yep. that. Same the here. replay value with Pete. Mm-hmm. And also the actor who plays Pete yes. is top notch. I don't the think best. there's a bad movie that Mark Duplass has been in, by the way. Even mm-hmm. his really weird shit. Like if you only know Mark Duplass as Pete in this show, you don't really know him. Yeah, Mark you don't Duplass. know him at all. <laughs> He's the exact opposite mm. in literally everything else that he said. And that's kind of why this is so special uh, of him being in here. Can I also tell you a fun thing before I make my third picture, Dustin? Oh, please do. I was listening to a podcast where Mark Duplass, who plays Pete, was on. And they were talking about this show. And he talked about like how bad his stomach would feel a lot of the times recording because the shit that they made him say oh. was so brutal sometimes to people. And he's like the sweetest dude. On I the mean, planet. 
you have to imagine for every scene that they did in this show and all the shit talking that they did to each other, there was probably mm. 10 cutscenes that didn't make it just from different like variations of the scene, trying to trying to find out which uh, which rib worked the best. And so, yeah, I can imagine that that would that would be tough. Oh, and I bet some of the worst shit obviously didn't make it in because mm-hmm. like standards and practices were like, no, no, thank you. So, so Mark, uh, way to take one for the team because your work lives on in a great way. But yeah, it seemed, seemed brutal. All right. So I'm looking at the main characters. We have three left here. We have Kevin, Andre, and Jenny. And by the way, I want to point out, I, I didn't try to put any sort of influence in the listing of the characters when I made this up. I went straight up how they are listed in IMDb. And I just went bloop, 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 straight down. Fair enough. So I don't want you to think that like I'm tipping my cap in any sort of uh, a sort of way here. No. But I am venturing. I'm going to be crazy like a fox. I'm venturing into the side characters. And again, I'm going yeah. for the boom weeks because he's not in a ton. But when Russell shows up, oh, Russell, Russell the sex, the sex addict, addict. Jinx. <laughs> is a dynamite component of this show. Absolutely dynamite. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you recall, Dustin, I think the reason I really wanted to pick Russell is from one scene in one episode where he and Andre come up with the idea for a wine bar. And he's supposed to be, what's that thing of like, he goes table to table. The sommelier. That's what it is. The sommelier. He's the sommelier and he's supposed to be like the taste buds. And Andre's like the business side of it. But uh, Russell with the sex addiction gets lured away uh, by an attractive lady. And they end up, you know, going to town. And it's just, it cuts to him. In mid-court, it's just going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and it's like this chipmunk kind of noise that he does. And I just, I think I relate to it in a way. I don't know. It's so great. so that is the sound you make then, mid This is what you're saying. I didn't say that. I said I relate to it. You know, it might be going know. on up here. It could be going on up here. <laughs> or, or I don't know. I lose myself. It, it could actually uh. happen. And I know, I'm not aware of it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So are you venturing back to the core cast or are you uh, dipping into other territories? And again, just to put it out there once more, got to draft two football guest stars by the mm-hmm. end of this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I am going to go into the side characters here. Uh, and this this may seem like an obvious one, but I don't care. It's what the whole show is based around, and it's the Shiva. I mean, you gotta have the Shiva on your team. I feel like now that I've I've drafted the Shiva, that I've I've won this just out of that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't know if you're wrong. You could be correct. I mean, the the good auras that you're getting. Are probably worth that pick alone. again she's one of those not in every episode but when she's in it it's usually a pretty good scene there's something going on uh and it's something ridiculous and again the whole trophy the whole show is based around her as a teenager in high school with her picture and that's what makes it great because they idolize this one thing not understanding you know because they show her as a frumpy high schooler and then sure. she's into, the pre, you yeah. know, she's the pre makeover from yeah. she's all that with the glasses and the hair up the tra- the classic like, oh, look, mm-hmm. she has glasses. She can't be attractive. Kind of exactly. Thing. Just as a glasses wearer, I find offensive, by the way, <laughs> take exception to that. <laughs> by the way, do you think that was a real photo of her as a child or was it a standard? I bet you it was a real photo. You think so? I you do. Think they I think had her I dig think through so. her yearbook. Yeah, I think so. I hope. So. I like I to think it right. up here. Just yeah. gives me that warm and fuzzy. <laughs> Even if it's not right, I choose to believe you too. I do want to point out about Shiva. She's one of the only side characters that actually fits into the group dynamic 
mm-hmm. perfectly. Like there's zero like we you know some of these they try to shoehorn them in a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't really work. But Sheba works in every scene where she's with yep. the group because she shit talks really well, which mm-hmm. you got to respect. Absolutely. All right, I'm looking at my fourth pick here. I'm a little bit bummed about Shiva now. Part of it me wishes be. I could go back and swap out Russell, but you know what's done is done. We have to move on. Maybe I do. <laughs> I sh- I shouldn't have even needed to point out that I didn't put these in my preferential order because like all of the kids are at the top of the side <laughs> characters list, and they just they erase from my memory after every episode. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just because I don't have kids and don't want kids, but I'm like. They make no impression on me whatsoever. Um, boy, I'm really flirting with going into the football guest stars here because there are a couple of dynamite ones. You got to get your two. I know. I know. And and I don't want to be left with like, nah, who am I going to, you know, you work your way real far down this list. I don't know. Jerry Jones. Ugh. I think I'm going to go to the main cast. I got to secure things up here. I've gone off book a little too much. Only going for the boom. I need some You need some a safe floor. So I'm putting Jenny in my fourth spot here. I think I'm married to a Jenny. Personally, I think you might or might not agree with this, but I think my Emily is kind of a Jenny in her own way. Like, not saying that she has the same level of fantasy football prowess, but I do believe if you inserted her into our league, she could A, trash talk with the mm-hmm. best of them, and B, still do better than half of the league. This is very so, true. You know, I she, think it's, it's a shared moment there. And does she run your team? Is she you know, the one sending all trade you. offers? How dare you? First of all, I wish I could use that excuse because you know how bad my trade offers are. If I could pawn that off on her, instant, instant. Uh, but sadly, no, those terrible trade offers are of my own doing. And I sadly run that team because, again, I haven't won the championship in our home league yet these few years that I've been in it. So, again, I would love to blame that. I'm the, Oh, my God, I am the Kevin. Holy shit, I really am the Kevin, huh? <laughs> no, you're oh, not. So you're so not. <laughs> hey, at least if I'm not the Andre, then I'm okay with it. You know, I'll, I'll take Kevin. So speaking of which, we've got only those two left in our main characters, Kevin and Andre. So are you going back to that well or are you venturing off a little bit? I am going to venture off. And if it's okay with you, I may okay. venture off the uh, the list you have here of a side character, not on Ooh, the list. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Are I'm, you I'm ready. You're, you're good with this? I mean, wait, have they appeared in more than one episode? Uh, you know for sure. I don't know for sure. Um, well, let's, hey, look, if you want to do a write-in here, again, it's not going to be quantity that you're getting here, but I, I'm willing to let it ride because now I'm curious. I got to know. No, I think it's only one episode, so. Ah, screw it. Let's do it. Let's do it anyway. I will approve No, this. no, that's fine. So nicely. No, that's, no, that's fine. No, no, oh, oh, that's fine. I don't want to go outside the pre-established rules here. Is it because, see, now you're just, our listeners are just going to be pissed. They're like, who in the fuck was he talking about? We're never going to know. You at least have to say who it is, I think. All right. Heather Nozick. Oh, Andre's yeah, sister. Sarah Silverman. Yes. Yeah. She but did just one, one episode, episode. Yeah. in Thanksgiving, yep. unfortunately. It's a great pick, though. I that know. All right. So that makes me sad. I thought mm-hmm. I had a good one there. Um, but I think uh, I'm going to go with Rupert Ruxin. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's Jeff Goldblum. Wow. I mean, 
what's yeah. not to love? He is just gold in everything he does. Uh, and and him and Rexon, or you know, um, Nick Kroll, like they like have like the same mannerisms. Like they play off father and son so well uh, in oh, yeah. the episodes that he's in. And again, his comedic timing is just dynamite in the episodes he's in. So I just, yeah, that, that's my pick there. Wait, now I wish I had let you write in. Heather, uh, because when you mentioned that, that's the first that because he's in that episode, that Thanksgiving right. episode with her yeah. and their dynamic, their yes. interplay oh. is lovely because it's all about, you know, basically hinting around uh, what they do orally with mm -hmm. their Thanksgiving food. And it's just, what is it, the sorbet or whatever? Yeah, it's the sorbet. Yep. It's the <laughs> and it's Jeff Goldblum at, at his absolute grossest, oh. which you don't get to see too much. No. To be fair. Um, but God damn you. And that casting, you're right, is so fucking spot on. Him and Nick Kroll look mm -hmm. so much like each other. Yeah, it's just, right. it's perfect. Oh, boy. Okay. I'm looking through this. Again, I'm, the kids, I, I wish I could just put a strike through, but that feels aggressive on this list. I'm not going to do that. That feels like too much. But I kind of think um, this is a little bit of a clout pick, if you want to call it that, but I want Captain Marvel, a.k.a. the au pair, on my oh, team. Pair. The <laughs> au pair. Uh, it's, again, it's, it's freaking Captain Marvel. It's Brie mm -hmm. Larson. I think she's only in there again, like three to four episodes. Yep. It's the hot little arch arc there. In the but she show. gets a great arc. It's a great, she starts off like very like sweet, naive, uh, mm -hmm. just strictly the, the hot babysitter that they're all fawning over. And then by the end of that thing, she's, Trying to orchestrate a threesome with Pete and Rafi. Mm -hmm. uh, she is blackmailing Ruxin into basically allowing her not to work at all, but still get paid. She has a very good art, so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm proud of this thing. Yeah, that is a good one. I like that for you as well. Okay, right. now now we're, we're through the first five. That's right. We've got a good we've, base to our team. We've, we've got a good base. This is where we got to start digging down and uh, uh, really, really finding those sleepers. That's true. Hmm. I, you know what? Got to go with Sophia. Really? I got Sophia and the El Cunado. It, I mean, I got both of them on my team. Wow. Your team is kind of like my first pick's nightmare. <laughs> Honestly, for the most part, it is. Because with the exception of Shiva and maybe Pete, Ruxin fucking hates your team. That's His daddy right. does not have a good relationship with Sophia. It's the most it's the most painful marriage on television. I think it's so, they just uh, I don't know. It's yeah, like the most loveless, weird marriage. It, it's weird, but I mean, her and Taco have a great relationship. Their their on scene chemistry is great. Uh, when when they oh, invite yeah. them over for the lunch and oh, Taco's yeah. in there uh, uh, cooking lunch with her, that whole flirtiness is great. Uh, yeah, that's my pick. She's a good foil for the group, mm -hmm. like for the overall group. She is. She's a good foil. There's the episode where she makes sure that Ruxin is seen on their little home camera thing, mm -hmm. yep. which basically transgresses into him having to set up a little uh, whipped cream pleasure zone for himself that's <laughs> off camera behind the couch. So yeah, she's a good, yeah, again, good foil. All right. As I look here now... I have only one main character that I'm comfortable putting on my team. And you bet your ass it is not Andre. So I'm going to secure Kevin onto my team. Maybe people think this is disrespectful that he fell this far, but he's he's just a straight up buffoon. 
Mm-hmm. And there are really good Kevin episodes and Kevin moments, but there are really there bad are ones There are some real bad too. ones, yeah. He kind of is the Joey from Friends to this show, where like as the seasons progress, he gets worse and worse and worse mm-hmm. and just like dumber and dumber. Yep. And it goes from I can laugh at his incompetence to I feel sorry for him to please stop doing that. To just yes. get off camera a little bit. So I'm taking really for the earlier seasons here with Kevin. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. My pick back on the clock. I bet you ain't going back to the main characters right now. Not quite yet. Maybe at some point I'll have to go over there. Is Is this this where we see our first football guest star? We might. He says, trying to lure him away from the pick that he actually wants. (laughs) See, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going here at all. Oh, okay. I I am really just... uh... And by the way, some of the names here I want to call out as you're debating because, you know, we're talking about all these side characters. And unless you've watched this show excessively or scanned the IMDb page as I have, you might not know some of these characters. So there's the kids, Ellie, baby Jeff, Jeffrey, Tulupa Batman, of course. Uh, then there are some of the uh, uh, side relationships or short relationships, mm-hmm. like Megan, who was with Pete initially, and then they got divorced, and then she went over to Andre in later mm-hmm. seasons and reappeared. Then there's Trixie, uh, who got blinded by Andre's <laughs> semen at one point. There's his bosses, or Pete's boss, Bill Haddock. Mm-hmm. Then there's, you know, Ruxin's boss, Bethesda who is played by Rob Riggle, mm-hmm. who I will say, one of the finest comedic actors of our time. Absolutely. He's an unstoppable good time machine. Mm-hmm. So any of those jump out, or are you going uh, a little a little further here? You know what? I think I'm going to go with the guest stars. I'm, I'm going to do it. All right. And I'm going with Ocho Cinco. Nice pick. Yes. I got to give that to you. Chad Ochocinco featured and again this is where we eventually had to just go with people who were only in one episode for Mm -hmm. the football side of things but what an episode it's the vegas draft man yep he's there when andre uh gets himself you know in himself Mm -hmm. (laughs) where he falls on his own trophy and then ocho cinco basically helps him make up song so you gotta love that and and Um, and you get and you get the uh child please like the entire episode which is great Absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, John Bosch in the chat, Ellie's still being on the board is a travesty. John missed the part where uh, I said, basically, fuck them kids. Uh, and, and I don't want any of the children. I am not. I'm, I'm not a kid person. And I'm, I'm comfortable admitting that here. on this And podcast. for the most part, for most of the series, Ellie is the worst. I don't know if she's the worst, but there are definitely uh, bad episodes, you know. <laughs> also also john jake not singing i'm inside myself here is leaving me wanting wanting that's what i do john i leave you wanting more in the hopes that you'll tune in again next week maybe maybe i'll open next year or next week's show with my own rendition of it i was gonna say that can be one of your celebrity uh impersonations that you do here uh coming up John, you beautiful son of a bitch. I'm going to go ahead and put a pin in that one. I'm going to come out with a produced version of Andre's I'm Inside Me just for you. So I appreciate the suggestion there. <laughs> I'm back on the clock here. So Ocho Cinco is off. There is one guy in this side characters group that I was really hoping would fall to me here. So I'm going to go ahead and plug him in. It's Ted. So Ted is one pick. of the outside dummies. I don't know, whatever they call them. It's the group that's never the out of towners. 
Yeah, the out-of-towners. They're in the league, but we never see them. We only hear them talked about until it's like we or season five where mm-hmm. Ted finally shows up. It's when Andre and Trixie are getting married. Uh, he's he's rich as shit. He's also really funny. The actor, I forget his name and I feel so bad, but the actor really is dynamite. And he's in kind of everything. He's just like a that guy. You see him in everything, everywhere. But he orchestrates a great moment at Andre and Trixie's wedding, which is where they try and cook up a trade during their like best men speeches. You know, so the the character is or the actor is um, Adam Brody. Adam Brody. Thank you for that. Not to be confused with Adrian Brody. Totally different guy. Uh, Adam Brody, he's 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 like a heartthrobby guy. But anyways, mm-hmm. I loved I love me some Ted. Um, it does get into the weird Draid stuff with Ted there. <laughs> um, but there's also a great Top Gun esque volleyball scene mm-hmm. featuring Adam Brody as Ted. So I love it all. So all right, we're venturing back over to you. Who do you have in your sights? Um, I'm gonna go back to the side characters here, and I am going with someone that I hate hate on the show hell. but i love him because he's such a douche and that's frank gibbiotti <laughs> frank the body like uh, i hate him so much like he plays his character so well uh whoever the actor is plays the character i, I know so that well one. that's ike Barinholtz, and he and he's again he's another that guy character mm-hmm. actor who's mm-hmm. in everything oh yeah he plays the douchiness incredibly oh, like incredibly well and i hate it but i love it at the same time because <laughs> Like we all we all have experienced that guy before that that lives oh, yeah. in, that lives from high school and just, you know, can throw the football, the mountains and living off your former greatness. Like we all know that guy and he plays it perfectly. For, oh, for sure. Almost too well. Herm's in the chat, by the way. Baby Jeffrey over everything, he says. I, mm-hmm. I, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Yeah. Not to rehash this too much, but baby Jeffrey, I don't know. He's, he, he lifts right out. I will say, tell me if I'm crazy. But isn't Ike Barinholtz, the guy who plays Frank Gibbiotti, doesn't he also play a super douche in a football episode of It's Always Sunny when they go, like, tailgating somewhere? Am I making that up? Is he uh, not in there at all? Maybe he's not. I might be, I I might be wishing that. Um, What's his name? Um, Ike Barinholtz. I think I may be making that up. But, I'm, but I'm, I would I'm love a crossover. That. I would freaking um, love a crossover. See in there see. anywhere? See the Mindy Project? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't think he is. Well, you keep you keep taking a peek. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. going to make my next uh, my next pick here. I think I am going to venture over to the football guest stars at this point. Um, not because there's not some good options still left on the other sides, by the way, but because I, I think I'm actually contractually obligated to do this. I think if I got worse or lower than pick eight. Without putting this man on my draft board, I might actually be booted out of his newsletter. So, Matthew Barry, welcome to the team. Uh, and I do have to say, by the way, his guest appearance, which is early on, mm-hmm. season two, season, season three. Season two, I think, yeah. Right? Really kickstarted, I think, this show, like getting a, a cool name from the actual fantasy football industry in there mm-hmm. is wonderful. And I love Kevin trying to woo him. And how he's having fucking zero of it. So I like that Kevin and Matthew Barry are both on my team. So I can have that scene reenacted in perpetuity. I love it. Nice. Yeah, I was wondering when you were going to make that pick there, Jake. I figured that'd be one of your first ones. But 
I, I was hoping that you weren't going to be a dick and snipe him from me. I felt I, like you I could almost, have. I almost did with my last pick instead of Gibiati. I almost did, and I was like, yeah. When you told me you were venturing into the football <laughs> side, and then you took Ocho Cinco, there was a moment of concern where I was like, oh, you fucker. Um, but <laughs> by the way, Herms again. Jake showing her is a company guy. Do, 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 do. Showing he is a company guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. I am a company guy, you know, but in the best ways, I think. I don't know. You tell me. Oh, that was that was John, by the way. That was not Herms. Herms was thinking, back to the Ike Barinholtz conversation, I believe you're thinking of that episode of The League that Ike was in. Yeah. yeah I mean, with, that's... with the raw meat. Yeah. You got to follow up with the second part of the, that's true. the thing there. You can't just go off one, Jake. Come on. That's I'm. It's what I do. I, I despise context. I, I despise it. All right, Dustin, who are you taking with your ninth figure? Um, oh, that'd be a good one. Um, <laughs> then you should do it. I know I should. Are you thinking they're going to fall further? No, I, I think I'm I think I'm going to pull the trigger. I am. Again, this character, I, I, he bugs me on the show, but he's <laughs> great because he plays it so well. And that's Lane. Oh God. God, he's he's the worst. But oh, he plays the character is played so well. Like he just so depressing and just so. Ugh. Lane is the for anybody who doesn't remember, he is the hyper hyper hipster. With it, every scene, he's wearing like mm-hmm. three scarves. It feels like and a fedora. Basically, he's just that uber kind of douche. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and again, a good foil. Yes. I have to say, I have to admit that. And I feel bad again because I don't recall the actor's name offhand, but he was a pivotal part of the later seasons of The Office Mm -hmm. as Gabe. Yep. Uh, He also was great in Silicon Valley, if you've ever seen that. Uh, He he has range. This guy has range because you know what? Mm -hmm. Lane is completely unlike his other characters. And thank fucking God. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's hard to watch sometimes. Uh, But his high moments are still good. So Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give you that. All right, I'm doing it. I'm locking him up. I talked about him before. I love that, A, not only is he a great side character in the show, but he is also a big part of real NFL Sundays. Mm -hmm. If you watch a particular broadcast, it's Bethesda, played by Rob Riggle with perfection. Uh, Rob Riggle, his energy... It, it just does something to me. And even when it's it's a little toxic, as it is on this show, because, uh, you know, he's he's kind of, again, he's my first-round pick's mortal enemy in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But it makes for some damn good television. Uh, the scene with the, the guy who brushes his teeth in the bathroom, you know what I'm talking about? And then, like, leaves his toothbrush in there, and it causes so much anguish to Ruxton that he goes into talk to Bethesda about it. And then there there come all these scenes about them pooping in the bathroom without a door, without a barrier, and mm-hmm. and Bethesda kind of relishing it. It kind of adds an edge to my team here, I think. Oh, absolutely it does. Your your team needs a little edge. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> hey, I had Dirty Randy as my second pick, all right? I take umbrage with that. Okay. All right. Are you gonna are you gonna go with more edge or are you gonna soften things up here? Uh-huh. Actually, you softened it up quite a bit with Lane. I will I will say. So we're 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 going into what our tenth round here, if my math serves me correct. You are correct. So how many more do you want to do? Do you want to go twelve? I think we go twelve, but we'll go through these ones a little faster here. All right. I'm just trying to plan my my last few picks here. <laughs> Strategizing. All right. That's right. I see ya. I see ya. So I think. Ooh. 
Ellie's still on the board. You can uh, make Hermes' yeah. day by drafting Ellie right here. No. Or Baby yeah. Jeffrey, actually. I think he was a big fan of. No, I'm not going to do any of that. That's that's gross. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. You're not going to get what you want out of this uh, in terms of the kids drafted. Nope. Now, remember, it... one main character left. Andre is still on the board here. Yes. What you doing? Um, what you doing? Oh, by the way, while you're thinking here, let me throw this up from Herms. Very helpful in the chat. Random fun fact. Three actors up here have also been in The Office, he thinks. I think oh. you could be right. I mean, obviously Lane mm -hmm. was. And actually, is that it? Just dirty Seth Rogen, I don't even think, made a guest appearance. Or maybe he did during the interview where they're trying to replace... Yeah. Um, that might Michael be Michael Scott, maybe. That could be is Russell in there? No. No, it wasn't. Okay, uh, you're gonna Rob have to Riggle? fill me in here, Herms. Wasn't Rob was Riggle? I don't know if he was. I don't I know. I don't know if he was. All right, you're gonna have to get back to us on that, Herms. Let us know if you can figure out the other two that were that were in there. Because I am very curious now. All right. All right. Who's your next pick? My next pick is going to be Uh, it's gross. We're at a gross part of the draft here. <laughs> You just got to suck it up now at this point. You got, again, I think this is the part of the draft where you aim for upside and it's boom. It's, it's whatever you can get out of them. You don't got to go full consistency here. Yep. On that note, then, I think I am going to go with uh, Jay Glazer. Going to take an actual real football. Ah, all right. He was the mouthpiece for Andre mm -hmm. in the episode where Andre's. Teflandre, and he's actually yep, sort Teflandre. of cool for a bit. But but the real man behind the mask was Jay Cutler. Mm -hmm. or, oh, not Jay Cutler. I put oh. Jay Cutler in there. That's my bad. I'm going to go ahead, get him well, out. Oh, uh, no, 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 no. You're, you're, you're trying Hold to on. skew the uh, draft here, Jake. <laughs> just because you don't like your team doesn't mean you can just do whatever you want. First of all, I love my team. How dare you? Second of all, Herms came back to us. You are right. I forgot Rob Riggle was Captain Jack. In the in the booze cruise, that's on me. I, I forgot that he was Captain Jack. But then Jenny was the blood drive lady that Michael uh, lose finds her glove after they were blood drive pals. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, good call out, Herms. Good job, appreciate Herms. you. Excellent fact checking going on there. Much appreciated. All right, I have to make my tenth pick here. I'm I'm not going to put. Uh, Jay Cutler into mine. I don't know if you thought that was like a Freudian slip that I accidentally put him on your list for a bit. I can assure you, I can assure you it's not. I'm actually going to go with an underrated guy. And it's a homer pick, Dustin. There had to be one. Randall Cobb, welcome to the team. It's an episode later on, I want to say maybe season six even, where he encounters Jenny in the mm -hmm. drugstore Picking out condoms together is a very sweet moment. He's warning her, you know, that uh, that Kevin might poke some holes in him. So to be careful, you know, about that. It's just, it's a it's a great moment. It really mm -hmm. is. And I fucking love Randall Cobb, who is still active. Thank you for the Packers. So, <laughs> all right. We got 10 picks apiece. Two what, are we, what are we going to wrap up with here? All right. So with my second to last pick. Oh. I ugh. I hope you pick Megan. I was thinking about it. I just uh you go with Megan? She she recurs more than most anybody else left over. But can no. you get over her personality no, on the show? I know. I don't it, think it's I hard can. because I watch her in other shows and I'm always like, Megan. Ugh. It's the first thing I think of. 
um, yeah. which is sad because she is a good actress. And that, Great it's actress. Not, not a well-drawn-out character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think I'm, I'm going to go with Rebecca Ruxin. I'm going with Rebecca <sighs> Ruxin. All right. I love this for the actress pick. Yes. Here. That, that's the main uh, thing. She is, Lizzie Kaplan plays Ruxin's sister. And she, again, completely different than almost every other character mm-hmm. that she plays. If you've ever seen her in Mean Girls, Party Down, True Blood, any numerous things that she's been in, it is the opposite of what she plays here, which is very like uptight conservative uh, lady who who isn't interested in really anything, to be mm-hmm. fair. <laughs> but again, another foil to my first round pick. So I'm starting to regret the Ruxin just a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> um, all right. I've got a tough call to make here. I'm finally going to do it. He had to eventually go onto one of our teams. I, I would feel it would be disrespectful to leave him undrafted. Although every other character in the show would leave him undrafted, I won't be that guy. I will add Andre oh, to my team see, finally. And that was going to be my final pick. There you go. I finally I sniped you on some. You, fin- you got finally got me. Way to go. Look, Way he's the go. worst of the worst of the main characters. There's no disputing that. And no part of that disputing is, it. I mean, it's intentional. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be that irritating. But when people say that to me, it, like, I don't like a character. And they're like, well, they're supposed to be that way. Well, okay. Then they're doing a great job. But I fucking hate <laughs> them. And I don't want to watch that. Like, it makes me annoyed. And I don't want my television to do that to me. So, But, but he, he does has, have a lot of great moments. He, I was just going to say, he has his moments. I mean, it's it's great. Like the the one where um, well, he's just the butt of the jokes all the time. Like after they do oh, the yeah. porno and they find Ruxin's ring in the couch and he's like, here, just take the ring. Just, you know, like not in on the joke, uh, which is great. Uh, or he is he, great when he gets on the Coke, though, when he accidentally yes. finds the Coke. That's the he thought it was confectioner sugar. Mm-hmm. And that's a genuinely great, just like really funny Andre scene. And he does have some of those. Yeah, he's he's got his moments, but yeah, he was going to be my last pick. So um, good on you, Jake, for finally getting me there. (laughs) All right. Who are you capping this thing off with? I guess if I have to pick, which I do because we're going 12 rounds. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. There is still some meat on the bone here. There is. I will go with... uh, uh, Gina, Gina Gibiati. Wow, what a what a pregnant pause you had in trying to determine that, that final. I, pick. I just don't feel good about this last pick. Yeah, look, is it because you wanted to make the pair? I I I hate your Frank and Gina Gibiati picks. I really do. I've I've got a lot of uh, oh got a lot got a lot of vileness on my team. You really do, man. You went hard at the vial later in your draft, especially. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. Part of me wishes, and I'm not going to do this here, but part of me wishes that one of us had taken Jordan Cameron and the other had taken Cameron Jordan <laughs> just so we could play off that bit. We didn't which, do which, it. which one would you have picked, though, for, for your team with Ruxin? I would have taken uh, the one that somebody else told me to pick because I wouldn't have been able to recall <laughs> Oh my god. All right. I'm actually gonna wrap this thing up with uh with a football guest star here to, to cut out. And this is gonna shock you. So be prepared to be shocked. Smoking In football, Jay Cuddy. we hated him. He was 
He was an adversary, but he was a lot of fun as a Packers mm-hmm. fan because also he was terrible quite often. And his bench attitude was something that we could all deride together. But in this show, Jay Cutler actually has a pretty great episode where you almost kind of like the guy. I did after mm-hmm. watching it. I almost kind of like him. He's he's good. He's good in this role, right? Yeah. No, he, he did actually really well. I mean, comparatively. I mean, we're mm-hmm. getting, we're, these guys are not actors. They are football players. But out of the bunch, I would actually argue he is the best actor football player that was on the show. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I could get your begrudging approval for it. Um, but we did it, man. We did 12. I, I was actually looking up another character, trying to see if there was someone else that played in multiple episodes. But no, because I was I was all of a sudden I was like, oh, Wesley Son was not on the list. And I love Wesley Son. I, I had him on episode. there, but I had to cut him off yeah. because he only had the one. Timothy oh. Oliphant as the super white dude, sushi chef, who poisons Ruxin. Again, another nemesis. Mm-hmm. My guy, that's what your whole team is made up of, basically. Basically. All right. Well, we will, uh, like you said, we'll post mm-hmm. our draft board. We'll post yep. our teams later on for everybody to judge. Yep. Yep. Before I get on uh, on my vacation here, I will get this posted on Twitter with a poll so we can have that out to the masses and see which of us drafted the better league team here. Uh, I'm going to emphasize to everybody, or you better emphasize to everybody that you got the 101. Because they're wondering if there's any doubt, you know, when they start leading your way just because mm-hmm. of, you know, Rafi. I will put that in there just so people know. Because, you know, they can you can get the sympathy votes. Oh, he didn't get the 101. He did the best yeah. he could. Exactly. One pick does not make a draft. In this case, well, it kind of In this case, it does. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was fun. Though. Yeah, that was great. Um, so, yeah, we will be back in two weeks, folks. Uh, taking a week off here since I will be out of town. And it's nice to have a little recharge of the batteries here. And there's not much going on this time of year anyway. So go out, give us a rate and review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. Um, Hit the subscribe button on YouTube. You can see us and you can see the draft board as we're going through the episode here, which is a lot of fun. You get to interact with us in the chat, um, which we enjoy. All the people that were joining us, big shout out to Herms and Bosch this evening for joining us and uh, having some fun with the draft. You can find us at Drinking Fantasy on Twitter. Hit us up with any of your fantasy football related questions or not. If you have a league related question, we'll answer that too. We're here for it all. Or We're not just fantasy football. For that matter. That's I mean, right. Really? We have thoughts. We have all the opinions. We're here to give them to you. You can find my partner in crime at Jake Trowbridge on Twitter, and you can find me at FF Dusty Dog. And until next time, folks, keep drinking and talking fantasy football. Cheers, FFers. Shut up, shut up.